Welcome to the ASC podcast, Cytopath Pod. Join special guests to highlight ASC activities in cytopathology education, advocacy, and research. Welcome everyone to the free American Society of Cytopathology Wednesday webinar series. I'm Donna Russell joining you from the University of Rochester Medical Center. Um, I'm an executive board member, chair of the ASC e-conference series, and also a member of the cell committee. And it's my pleasure to introduce our speaker today, Sean McNair. Sean's the program director of the cytology program at City University of New York Hunter College at Sloan Memorial Kettering Cancer Center in New York, New York. He also coordinates Cytopathology Fellowship Training in Cytology. Um, he received his master's degree in public health policy and management from Hunter College and completed his cytology training from the Albany College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences Center in Albany, New York. Sean is the chair of the Cytology Education Learning Lab, or CELL, Resource Committee, and is also involved as a member of other ASC and ASCP committees. We're excited for his presentation today, entitled Selling the Cell, a Redesign Geared Towards the Emergence of Cytotechnologists. This presentation is from the CELL subcommittee of the Cytology Program Review Committee. Thank you again, Sean, for presenting this afternoon. Donna, thank you so much for that uh, lovely introduction and welcome everyone to this talk. Um, I have no relevant financial relationships to disclose and uh, this is yours truly for those who do not know me. Um, so today we are going to have, we're gonna do six things. We're gonna introduce Cell to those who may not know on the talk. Uh, we'll go through a little bit of the seven-year history of the Cytology Education Learning Lab. We'll discuss some of the challenges in the first build. We'll discuss the new direction. We'll discuss some of the principles of the redesign of the cell website. And we will also discuss goals and future expansion. Um, also, we will uh, be taking questions. Uh, so if anyone has questions, please please feel free to uh, insert questions into the chat box of the GoToWebinar or on YouTube, and uh, they will, Donna will field them to me as they come. So, Cell is, uh, the Cell was created in 2014. So what happened in 2014? 2014 was a year in which the entry-level um, competencies for cytotechnology uh, underwent uh, some changes which were more reflective of the actual practice of cytotechnologists um, at that day. Um, you know, certain things such as FNA adequacy, incorporating companion technology such as molecular diagnostics, flow cytometry, immunohistochemistry were all included as, as entry-level competencies within the guidelines, meaning that it wasn't a, it wasn't a, an option for program directors to incorporate this content into the cytology curriculum. The concerns at that point with program, program directors was that, you know, we haven't, we don't have resources to be able to teach these standards to cytology program students. 
So the original intent of the cell website was to be a site in which program directors could acquire resources to incorporate into their lesson plans. Um, it served as a repository, and essentially this was the support for teaching new entry-level competencies for cytotechnology. Uh, the original Cytology Education Learning Lab was really this repository of PowerPoints, PDFs, and assorted resources which you know, con contributors to the site would dedicate uh, for the cell or think, you know, and the, we did find some issues with those things. So there were numerous challenges. And as you'll see, this PowerPoint actually aligns with some of the, uh, some of the themes that we have discovered were actual challenges of the cell website. So one of the webs, one of the challenges was site maintenance, uh, making sure that the site was running making sure that all links worked, making sure that all multimedia was functional. Content, while of course in our world, content is abundant and content never really provides an issue. However, in this case, the abundance of content and the organization of content provided you know, some issues in you know, finding what uh, a user might necessarily need. User interface and user experience were a few things which were also left a little bit to be desired as going through the website uh, wasn't the most uh, cohesive experience. And this, I will preface the rest of this talk with this fact. The fact is that it takes 0.005 seconds for a user to form an opinion about your website and determine whether they will stay or leave. Um, I became chair of the Cytology Education Learning Lab subcommittee three years ago. The first thing I asked myself is, what can we do to improve the website? Was it a content issue or was it something that had to do with something that had you know, nothing to do with content? So I became the new committee chair in 2018. And as I, what I did was I essentially um, thought about my own behavior on in the internet. I thought about what attracts me as someone who is tech-centric, who enjoys technology, who enjoys the internet, who enjoys going on certain websites. What was the difference between websites that I liked to go on versus websites that I did not really spend a lot of time on? Um, so with that, I realized that it was time to kind of step outside of the field of cytopathology and really jump into the uh, field of web design. I actually took a web design course and really um, started learning some basic HTML, CSS, and actually had an assignment where I needed to actually build a website. With this, it was time to sell the cell to the um, sponsoring partners of the website the ASC Executive Board, the CAP, the ASCT, and the ASCP. Um, that journey had its ups and downs, but I think that the goal of creating this resource uh, was worth it. When I became the committee chair, one of the more interesting things that we found was that the overall goal of a site and the actual usage of the site were shifting. 
And what was seen was that the, the visitors of the website were um, expanding. There were more visitors than just cytology program directors and cytotechnology students. There seemed to be visitors from around the world, actually, based on uh, KPIs and looking at different statistics. So we realized that this was actually an opportunity. In order to expand the website, in order to expand the website, we needed to realize we needed to expand our reach, and that potential was already there. So with that, we thought about the principles of redesign. So on the left, I have a, uh, I have a phrase which says, design is not just what it looks like plus feels like. Design is how it works. And um, I can readily say, yeah, this is from Steve Jobs, the, cre the uh, founder, one of the founders of Apple. And I'm sure that maybe 50% or more uh, people use iPhones. One thing that has always marveled, I've always marveled at was how did this company make technology and the usage and interaction with the rest of, you know, all of the things that you can do with a phone, how did they make it enjoyable? How did they make it something that wasn't so scary? And the idea was how it works, coherent, clean, simple. And simple is hard, believe it or not. Uh, I have just moved and we are trying to uh, keep our design as simple as possible, but at every step, you actually have to stop yourself because it's so, it's always so much more uh, inviting to think that the more, the better, the more words, the more slides, the more bullet points. As you go through this PowerPoint, I hope that everyone will be able to appreciate that I've actually tried to incorporate some of the principles of modern web design and minimalism in the PowerPoint itself by not having, you know, you know, by having a lot of white space, by having, you know, very minimalist visual design. And those are kind of the key keys that we realized would actually um, help to design, to grow this website. So what are the general principles of a good website? The general principles of a good website are easy navigation, responsive design, consistency in color scheme, a comfortable user interface. Notice that I have in caps simplicity. Um, and, and performance is also extremely important. This is one that I think that we really learned a lot about when we did the initial sell website. We are a mobile world now. Most people are walking around either with cell phones or iPads or tablets before a standard desktop computer. Most people at home do not own a desktop computer. I don't. Um, so the importance of making sure that your website is optimized for mobile, laptop, and PC. Whatever screen your user is, is visualizing, that website has to be fast, responsive, and visually fluid. Um, also, that website will provide feedback on progress, and that we'll get to that shortly. And there should also be a visual hierarchy. 
that means that things that you want people to see should be very, very easy to find, uh, which was another challenge that we encountered in the first website. The takeaway here is that sell, this has been something that I've been discussing with the committee in our calls. This has been something I've been discussing with our vendor on our calls, is that this cell redesign isn't really about all of our ideas and all of our, you know, and all of the concepts that we want to see on a web page. This redesign is actually committed to a user experience focused solely on the user. Essentially, when you think about that 0.005 seconds, that 0.005 seconds will basically define the success or the failure of this website. It defines the traffic and it also basically makes people decide whether this is a website that they want to stick around with because I actually have never had any issues or any worries about the content that was provided on those websites from our experts. It's making users want to actually peruse and browse and enjoy the experience in that moment. So with that, um, I spent many weeks actually um, trying to figure out what model would the new cell website um, take on. And one of the things that I realized is that we needed to have a structure. As this cell website is a primarily a resource for program directors, um, for the cytotechnologists in the talk, your education is based on the administration of six uh, entry-level competencies. Uh, and these are all outlined in the standards and guidelines from our accrediting body um, called uh, KHEP. So these are things that we must incorporate into your curriculum. So the first thing that I thought was, well, this is a good opportunity to provide a framework for the website um, so that Regardless, even as the website expands, we know that those guidelines are going to serve as a framework for the organization of the website. And I realized as the as the users visiting the site would vary from program directors, cytotechnology students, cytotechnologists in practice, cytotechnologists looking for you know um, skills or references to uh, help in you know, retraining to prepare for the uh, emergence of the new standards and guidelines, which are uh, in progress. I decided to use the learning management system model. Uh, I think that the learning management system model has a few advantages and I'll outline those shortly. Uh, for those who are not aware, for those who are not educators uh, or pathology program directors, uh, the six entry-level competencies that define cytotechnology education are evaluation and interpretation, basic laboratory techniques, laboratory operations, companion technologies, evidence-based medicine, and professional development. So this actually took uh, an extreme amount of time because I had to think about the user experience. And when we think about the user experience, that means not what I'm placing on the actual website, but it's all about the clicks. When a user clicks on each of these competencies, 
What is it bringing them to? How many clicks does it take? Um, is it easily found? Uh, and where are you uh, incorporating multimedia resources to keep them engaged? So the advantages of the LMS redesign were, uh, were numerous. One of the things that I really wanted is that to have a, a fluid organization of e-learning content. This was extremely important. We needed to be sure that users of the website would be able to uh, visit the website, find what they need to find, also locate other resources that will be useful for them and have reasons to continue to come back. Uh, one of the other things is to be sure that we future-proof the website. This was an extremely huge concern from our sponsoring partners, and I believe this was probably one of the more adequate concerns. We Cell is not just uh, going to be a website for today. We want Cell to be a website for tomorrow. And the importance of a, an LMS model is that we can switch, we can change, we can add new modules, we can add different modules, we can also choose different user access levels so that we can actually have the program directors, cyber technology program directors have wanted an area where they can share resources and we're able to create that with the LMS model and we're also able to be able to have a user access level which only allows cyber technology program directors to access this website. So the basically the ability for quick and easy expansion future proofs this website. Analytics, of course, in order for us to assess the performance of our website, we need to be able to have access to key performance in indicators or KPIs. My concern is I want to know how long people are spending on the website. If I see that people are spending an average of five seconds on the website, then that means that I may need to look at the um, at the design of the website or the organization of the website. Um, we really want this new cell website to be responsive and to the needs of the community. And we hope that the build will um, be reflective of that. Um, you, The learning management system, I have found maybe 50 templates for LMS that I really enjoyed and I liked. And the templates, uh, all have a built-in UI, which is customizable. We can add our own colors and we can add our own experience. Uh, I think the last two months have been spent on me literally defining what each click will do, where the user will be taken and what options they have for browsing the website. And the other advantage, which I think is extremely important for the Cytopathology Committee, particularly with the emergence of social media and just the ease of just multimedia-based learning, is that this website will allow us to incorporate multimedia resources into each of the course lessons. Um, we are a visual field. Uh, I think that everyone on this call probably has the most beautiful images of diagnostic entities that we could think of. And there are numerous multimedia resources available which are being produced at lightning speed by the pathology committee community. What we want to do is we want to aggregate and basically, you know, collect those resources and incorporate those resources and of course new ones 
into a new streamlined experience where users would be able to access these resources. And these will be important for things such as cytohistocorrelation uh, and the uh, companion technologies. I think those are very, very important and sought after resources for not just program directors, but cytotechnologists in training and are out of training or cytotechnologists looking to uh, refresh their skills. So the ability to incorporate multimedia uh, into each portion of the website is, is, is what made the LMS system just uh, a go for us. Um, before I move on, I have been mentioning UX UI, and I think that this is something that I've learned a lot about, you know, just going through this journey. And really, a lot of this work that I've been doing with our um, vendors has been behind the scenes work. And this is, these are small tweaks which focus on the user, uh, and this incorporates user research, interaction design, and content, and content strategy. So I have been thinking a lot about myself, not just as a program director or as a, you know, as an educator, but I've been thinking about myself as a cytotechnologist. What websites do I go to? Where do I go to for my resources? If I have a case on my desk and I'm interested in knowing about the entity, where do I go? And what were the strengths of those websites? So I tried to think about those things and bring those into this experience. Um, and then when you talk about UI, UI is basically user interface. UI is what everyone is used to. It's the visual stuff. It's making the site pretty. It focuses on graphic design, typography, color theory, and wireframe design. So for this, I didn't think about myself as a cytotechnologist. I thought about myself as someone who loves the internet and loves and thinks about what websites I like to go to. What are the features of those websites? And what are the features of the most successful websites that try to sell you something, for example? Amazon, retail websites, uh, car websites. What makes those websites attractive and makes us wanna click around and start shopping and you know uh, spending money? Well, so um, the goals of this, of all of this. So the goals of this, of the Excel, number one, are to be a primary resource for program directors. We also want this to be a reference resource for CTs in practice and a multimedia powerhouse for cytology. This truly is a goal here. Um, I've found that, uh, especially particularly within the past two years, I've expanded on my use of multimedia for uh, our cytology, my cytotechnology students, and it has uh, enhance their learning experience tenfold. Um, I have pulled back on the power, wordy PowerPoints and I've incorporated more quick one to two minute videos and had students interact with those videos. And I found that the uh, visual acuity as well as the ability for students to recall is enhanced by saying, I remember that two minute video. I remember those, what we what we discussed when we discussed the histology of the cervix. So when we look at, you know, histology images and do cytohistocorrelation, it isn't as, um, it isn't as quote unquote scary. Uh, of course, we want this to be a reference resource for CT students. And we want this to be a collaborative interface for pathology web designers. This one is extremely important to me. Um, the cell website is not the first pathology-based website. It's not the first cytology-based website. 
And my goal here is not to reinvent the wheel. Um, as a member of the pathology community, I have actually seen some, I've actually seen and spoken with uh, a few web designers who are either med students, cytopathologists, or surgical pathologists, who have just gone on and do, done their own thing and created wonderful reference resources. I would like to bring those resources together in the cell website to provide kind of like a one-stop shop where you know anyone who's looking for uh, information that's cytorelated is able to use the cell website as their primary resource. And uh, this is the sneak preview. So the cell website is in build mode right now. Uh, I only have, I'm the only person with access to the build link at the moment. However, um, this template is a, is, a, is a template which I chose and we have reworked the template and uh, the work involved um, using finding the correct stock images. So every detail that you see on this website has been thought out from the gap from the menu to the uh, to the hero image that you see here, to the uh, icons that we used in the um, introductory page. So we spent a lot of time on the home page to customize the home page because this is what the users are going to see. And as you see, there's not much on it, but that is actually by design uh, because we want this to be a course-based initiative. When you look at the next page, you'll see that we have a course catalog. As I said earlier, the course catalog essentially is the correlate to the entry-level competencies for a cytotechnologist. So if a student, if a, if a cytotechnologist, if a anyone passing by the website wants to basically say, what do we have in our uh evaluation and interpretation you click a large icon and you will be brought to the course courses and the courses will also follow the um standards and guidelines and they'll be organized that way what if you're here just to view images if you want to see images of cytohistocorrelation then you will be able to go to our optimized gallery uh we're uh we are going to hopefully create one of the uh, best cytology uh, galleries that you can think of, which will include cytohistocorrelation, which will include ancillary studies, which will include um, a growing list of uh, different entities, which our committee will work on contributing. Uh, we'll have an FAQ page, and then we'll also have a contact page. We would like users to uh, give feedback, um, to give suggestions, and also to come with questions and we will be monitoring that regularly but this these two pages would actually took about a month to conceptualize because uh once again i thought about the user and i thought about what uh as a user i would want in a, in a website uh many 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 users will want to come for the gallery well, I want to see images of high grade. I want to see cytohistocorrelation for, you know, squamous cell carcinoma or AIS. Well, we'll be able to provide those things in our optimized gallery. Uh, and then users will also be able to access this gallery while in the lessons, because we've also thought about that. We want to reduce the amount of clicks. We want you to be able to find things relatively quickly. 
we will also have a search icon so that you will be able to quickly search for different uh, things that you may want. And obviously, you know, we'll have a, text, a system of taxonomy, which will be able to allow to find different things, where if you put SIN3, then you should be able to find all the images that we have available of high grade. Or if you put AIS, you'll be able to find all of the images that we have available of endocervical AIS. Um, and from there, uh, that's my brief introduction to the cell website. I was. I hope to make it an introduction. Uh, I hope to make this talk a talk where, you know, we didn't talk too much about the technology, but we really did want to discuss some of the research that went into trying to figure out how to make this a site that's both present and future proof. Uh, and I do hope that uh, the um, audience has found this informative, and I am willing to uh, take questions on the website uh, now. And uh, thank you. Are there any questions for Sean? I, I actually have a question, Sean. Okay. When, when do you estimate that this site will be available um, from the ASC? So, of course, I have a very uh, aggressive timeline. However, um, I do think that we are going to basically try to take this one course at a time. Uh, I believe my goal is to have this site up and running. I do know it's May, so it's May 5th. I, if I, we can get the first live site running by the end of 2021, December, maybe mid-December 2021, I would be extremely pleased. But what we're going to do first, Donna, before that, is we want to complete at least one or two courses um, so that we can basically kind of have like a progress, kind of share that progress with the uh, ASC executive board and basically, you know, get, you know, feedback on where we're at. Uh, the goal, uh, which I found to be very, very successful, is to meet monthly with our web designers and uh we've been creating you know we've been completing small assignments uh, which all have to do with some of the uh, visual interfaces of the of the page and from there we'll begin filling content uh on the course pages i have a six-month goal that i would really like to cite to go live around november or december well that sounds fantastic are there any other questions for sean I don't see any other questions, so I just would like to thank you, Sean, for all of your hard work, especially those behind the scenes uh, for this newly designed cell website. I'm sure students, residents, fellows, cytotechnologists, and cytopathologists alike will all look forward to using this finished product. So thank you again. Donna, thank you so much. I really am excited about the project, and I really do hope that when this does launch, um, that, you know, everyone here and everyone not here will really find this exciting for the community. Thank you. Hope everyone has a wonderful day. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for listening to Cytopath Pod. 
You can reach ASC on Twitter at Cytopathology or via email at asc at cytopathology.org.